The Productive Woman, Episode 282. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast about productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Thanks so much for joining me. This week, we're talking about a topic that came up this week in the Productive Woman Community Facebook group, which is how to eat healthy when you're very busy and don't have a lot of time. You'll find more information and links to resources I mentioned in the show notes for this episode, which you will find at theproductivewoman.com slash 282. This episode is brought to you by FreshBooks. Did you know that 24 million Americans, more than the population of the state of Florida, want to work for themselves by 2021? But sadly, 35% of them cite inconsistent income as one of the biggest things holding them back. So if that's you, if money is a big deterrent toward launching your own business and becoming your own boss, would getting paid two times faster help you make the leap? Well, have you heard of FreshBooks? If you've listened to this podcast for very long, you have. They have been a sponsor of the podcast in the past. They have returned as a sponsor, and I've been using them for several years. FreshBooks is a cloud accounting software that basically does your invoicing for you, and on top of that, gets you paid two times faster. And yes, it's really easy to use because it's made for entrepreneurs like you. FreshBooks lets you create and send invoices automatically, accept credit cards and ACH payments right from the invoices, automate payments for recurring invoices, and automate invoice payment reminders. So you don't have to do that sending emails to remind people they haven't paid you yet. FreshBooks can do that for you. So overall, FreshBooks helps you face big challenges like getting paid so you can focus on growing your business. Well, FreshBooks is offering the Productive Woman listeners a free 30-day trial of FreshBooks right now, no credit card required. To check it out, to see if it's a good fit for you, go to freshbooks.com slash TPW and enter the Productive Woman in the How Did You Hear About Us section. This week, there was a conversation launched in the Productive Woman Community Facebook group by a great question from Shiara. And Shiara, if I'm pronouncing your name incorrectly, I apologize. But here's her question. What are your hacks for healthy eating when we're always so busy with thousands of other things? Uh, I just, you know, this was such a great question. It's something I've been thinking about lately uh, for my own life. So I was glad for her question and for the great suggestions offered by other women in the community. I'm going to share some of those in this episode, and uh, hopefully you can pitch in with some ideas as well to help us all do a better job of eating healthy in the midst of all the other things that we have going on. So why does it matter? Well, obviously, because what we eat affects our health and healthy people are more productive. We've talked about that in past episodes. I'll try to uh, remember to put links to a couple of past episodes where we've talked about that in the past so you can check those out. 
But there's an article I read recently that says there have been countless studies on the effects of food and your productivity levels. The World Health Organization, according to this article, reports that adequate nutrition can raise your productivity levels by 20% on average. You'll be better able to focus and accomplish tasks when you've eaten properly. I think that summarizes it pretty well. That it's from an article called Your Productivity Level Depends on What You Eat. Pretty straightforward, pretty basic. We know this, right? We know that being healthy it lets us be more productive and what we eat is very key to our, our health. So knowing that, as we do, you know, we're, we're smart women here. We know that we need to eat well, eat healthy in order to be as productive as we want to be. Why is it so hard? Well, there's lots of reasons. We have, we can cite lack of time, lack of money, and lack of options, basically. One writer in an article I read called Six Reasons Eating Healthy is Harder Than You Think, and I will link these articles in the show notes. There's some really good stuff in there. You might want to check them out. He cites six reasons why eating healthy is hard. He says, uh, you need a good market. That is a, a place to shop that offers healthy food at reasonable prices. And that's not a foregone conclusion in a lot of parts of the world and even in parts of the United States. Uh, second one is you need time to shop. And when we have, you know, full-time jobs, kids, parents that we're caring for, volunteer activities, all those things, finding the time to shop, getting into the store and the parking lot. It takes more time than we have sometimes. Uh, his third reason is that we you need to transport all the food. And that may not be easy. If you buy a healthy food, just shipping, you know, carrying it back and forth from the, the store to the car and from the car to the house may not be as easy as it seems especially for some of us, if you're, you know, if you have to go shopping with your young kids with you and you've got to get all that in. Uh, Fourth reason, you need time to cook. And for the same reasons, we don't always have the time we'd like to have for shopping. Uh, Finding time to cook can be hard. If you're working a full-time job, whether at home or away from home, and you don't get home till 5.30, 6 o'clock, if you've got to commute, finding things that you can cook that are healthy, that you can get on the table for yourself and, and those you cook for quickly uh, can be a challenge. His fifth reason is you need equipment, seasonings, and ancillary ingredients. That can be pricey, you know, some of the equipment and the seasonings and things that we want. And uh, the sixth reason is you need cooking skills. And we don't all have those, right? We don't necessarily know how to cook well, or we may be good cooks, but we never really learned how to cook healthy options. And so those are reasons why it can be difficult. I'm not going to go into the ideas for all of these things in this episode because it would be too long, but this is something I'm going to want to be looking at in future episodes this year. So if you've got ideas for any of those, for addressing any of those reasons, I'd love to hear them. In his article, Six Reasons Eating Healthy is Harder Than You Think, the writer offers some excellent tips for addressing some of them. I recommend you read the article, and as I said, the the link will be in the show notes. 
I do want to share a few practical, actionable tips for this that I found both from the pros, from some of the research that I did, but also some ideas that came from the community in this conversation in the Facebook group. As I said, I won't, I'm not going to, you know, try to come up with everything and make this a comprehensive episode about this, but we'll talk about it more in the future. And here are a few things. One article the experts recommend the following. And so I'm kind of quoting from this article, which I will link in the show notes. First one is to limit your processed foods. As this writer says, junk food, cheap frozen dinners, and other packaged goods will give you a temporary spike in blood sugar, but you'll crash hard and gain weight in the process. They recommend if you're in a hurry, opt for a delicious organic frozen meal instead. Now, here's my thoughts on that. We know this, right? We know that processed foods are not the most healthy options. Junk food, of course, cheap frozen dinners, fast food, those sorts of things. They're highly processed. They don't give us the nutrition we need, but let's be honest, they're fast. They're, they're often the least expensive options, not always, but often, and they're, they're just convenient, and when we are struggling with, you know, of the reasons that we were just talking about, uh, not having time to shop, not having time to cook, or not having the cooking skills, processed foods are the easy go-to. There are options, and we need to look for them. We know that limiting processed foods will result in us being healthy. So let's come up with some solutions that uh, are quick, simple, uh, economical but not involving processed foods. This article also cites experts encouraging us to, instead of the processed foods, to eat the right foods. So berries, leafy greens, tomatoes, nuts and seeds, um, good quality tuna and beef, dairy, whole grains, and green tea can do wonders, the article says, for boosting your energy levels. Third suggestion from this article from the experts that this person talked to, and again, we know these things, but eat breakfast every morning. There was a study cited in the article that points out that eating breakfast is key to high performance and high productivity in the morning hours. Uh, next suggestion is to drink plenty of water. It's just as important as other nutrients when you're trying to stay focused and productive. And one really good practical suggestion from this article is to make healthier snacks readily available. This article suggests prepacking healthy snacks like carrot sticks, apple slices, nuts, and other healthy options. So you can reach for those if you're at work. Take those to work with you, those and other healthy options, rather than a processed alternative. Basically, the experts all recommend, and you're going to see this theme going through the suggestions from the community, plan ahead. Uh, this article suggests make your eating decisions before you get hungry. Studies show that we're a lot better at resisting salt, calories, and fat in the future than we are in the present. So think about it ahead of time. Plan ahead. Have healthy options available. That's a key secret to eating healthier. 
this article again says, make healthy snacking easier to achieve than unhealthy snacking. Place a container of almonds and a selection of protein bars by your computer near your line of vision, the article says. Use an automated subscription service like Amazon to restock supplies. I like that one if that's an option for you because that addresses the, you know, the reason we talked about earlier of not having time to shop. It, if you can set it up, Amazon has subscription services for groceries and things like that, where things that you use regularly just get restocked on the schedule that you set for yourself. So I love that idea. And that's something I'm going to look into. Uh, bring a bag of fruit to the office on Mondays so that you have them available during the week. So that's from this article, what you eat affects your productivity. So those are some great suggestions. Another solution like the Amazon subscription service, I'm trying out Imperfect Foods. I I just started this where basically it's a service that they send you food. You can order the groceries online and they'll send you a box of food and it's, and the foods are either surplus, so they're reduced price, or they're imperfect, as the name would suggest. So maybe it's oranges with some blemishes on the peel or, you know, things like that. And I just got my first box of that this week. Uh, The prices were very reasonable and you you get to kind of customize what gets sent to you. uh, And they choose from among produce, meats, breads and grains, uh, organic and non-organic. You can tell them what your preferences are and it just gets delivered to your home. And so I got my first box and there was some lettuce in there and it must not be imperfect. I couldn't find anything wrong with it. There were oranges, there was some salmon, some pork chops, some corn tortilla chips, just a variety of things, healthy options uh, that came right to the door. I'm not sponsored by them. I just found out about this service from a YouTube channel that I listened to and just got my first box. And I loved how convenient it was to have this fresh, healthy food just delivered to my house. So I'll try to remember to put a link in the show notes for that. Like I said, they're not a sponsor. I just think it's a great resource for getting healthy foods. Third suggestion from the experts is to simplify our cooking. Choose simpler meals, things that can be put together quickly from healthy whole foods. As one writer reminds us, meals don't need to be elaborate to taste delicious. So doing those kinds of things, planning ahead, simplifying cooking, and doing the other things that we've talked about here can make a difference and help us to eat more healthy, even in our busy lives. So what are some things that are working for the community? We got some great suggestions, and I'm just going to share those from them. I, I loved this conversation, which is ongoing in the Productive Woman Community Facebook group. So if you are a woman who listens to this podcast and you're not a member of that group, uh, please come and join us there. We'd love to have you there. There's great conversations going on there all the time. And it's a great place to get ideas, inspiration, support, and encouragement, ask questions, get answers. I love it very much. So here are some things that some of the community members threw out as possible answers or what's working for them on this question that Shiara shared about eating healthy when we're busy. Mary Rose had this to say. She said, I prep healthy snacks. 
like cut carrot sticks, wash apples and grapes, etc., and make them visible. <laughs> I love this. She says, I love Dove chocolates, so I put them in the basement so I have to walk a flight of stairs to get to them. Also, she says, I bought a cute water bottle with an infuser to encourage me to hydrate. Don't know why it works, but it does. Good luck. So those are some great suggestions. Christine says, I have a standard breakfast that I prep on the weekend and just eat the same thing every morning. I also have a go-to lunch of peanut butter and jelly that I'll bring if the work cafeteria doesn't have anything good that day. Right there, that's two-thirds of my eating sorted out. She goes on to say, generally, I've come to eating by internal motivations rather than external shoulds. For instance, tonight is a planned takeout night, and I was just thinking I don't really want to get anything deep fried because it'll make me feel bad almost immediately. Sluggish, bellyache, risk to trigger reflex. If I ever really want a fried chicken sandwich, I'll get one, but allowing myself to have one frees me to assess the real costs and benefits rather than eating it out of rebellion. I love that so much, Christine. Just giving yourself permission to eat what you want kind of lets us, you know, not put our back up against the the rules and regulations. And it's funny how when you're willing to give yourself that grace and that permission, you find yourself making better choices. Brenda encouraged us to start with one healthy change, then add another. Uh, she says the easiest place to start is swapping sweetened beverages with water, which I think is a great idea. One of the things that I started years ago uh, when I wanted to lose some weight was to drink mostly water most of the time. The reason being, if at that time I was working on losing weight and I wanted to use my calories for things I could chew. And so rather than drinking sweetened beverages, I would drink water. I really, at that time, did not like the taste of water. I have since come to really enjoy drinking water, and that's what I drink most of the time. So it's a very simple change to make and can start you down a good path. Brenda goes on to say, I have a protein shake in the morning. It's easy when my blender is clean the night before. I'll make extra food when I cook that can be used for lunches. And if you're chopping veggies, try to chop up celery or cucumber so you can grab it on your way out the door. Great suggestions there. Carolyn agreed with Brenda. She said, I'm a huge fan of making extras, especially of veggies also. I, you know, one idea that I threw out there in terms of trying to eat healthier is a simple thing that I try to do whenever I can, especially if I'm like out eating somewhere at a buffet or even at home and I've, you know, made a meal, I start by filling my plate at least halfway, if not more with vegetables and maybe some fruit, but I try to eat, start with vegetables that leaves less space on the plate for things like potatoes, which I love, and the protein or other main dish. We certainly in the United States have a tendency to eat much larger servings of meats than we need to. But I find by starting out by filling most, <laughs> at least half of my plate with vegetables, uh, I have less room to put the other things. And I always try to eat the vegetables first, so I'm less hungry for the other stuff. Sheila says, I have to meal prep. It could be cutting the fruits or vegetables or cooking dinner a day or two ahead. That way, when I get hungry, I have things already fixed. I know it's not easy, but I have to make time. 
If I do it on a Sunday, I'm good until Tuesday. And this kind of ties to what uh, one of the experts that I was talking about suggested of making those decisions ahead of time when you're not hungry. If we wait till we're hungry and go to the refrigerator, we're just going to eat whatever's quickest and easiest. But if we can think ahead of time, as Sheila is suggesting, and prepare things from healthy ingredients ahead of time, so it's ready, all you got to do is take it out, maybe warm it up, and you're good to go. Carolyn says, I've realized it doesn't just happen, so it's a key part of my weekly planning, which I do on Sunday mornings. I spend a couple of hours Sunday cooking Sunday dinner, but also prepping food for the week. So if you're one who does like a big Sunday dinner for family, maybe while you're in there cooking it, as Carolyn's, I think, alluding to, do some prep for food that you can eat the rest of the week, chopping those vegetables, those sorts of things. Uh, She says, I try to make someone cook with me so it's more fun and less work, but some weeks are better than others in every way. So yeah, getting other people involved can be helpful. Amelia says, I recently bought a cutting board that has four sliding containers underneath it with covers. The lids for the covers aren't perfect, but I just love this setup. It's easy to cut up stuff and slide them into the containers and you just, you know, put the lids on and toss them in the refrigerator. She says, then I can grab what I need throughout the week for salads, omelets, and dinners. Great idea. Amelia, if you hear this and you can send me a link to where you got the the cutting board that you have, I'll try to find something on Amazon or something. But Amelia, if you can share that with us, that would be great. Uh, Leslie says, I wash and cut fruits and veggies and put them in little containers. I also put snack portions of nuts and crackers and keep them near my desk. It keeps me from starving and then overeating because I'm so hungry. So, you know, a theme here of preparing ahead of time, right? Alicia says, this helps me so much as well. I usually ask my husband to cut up carrots. Uh, Alicia also says she has an air fryer plus the Skinny Taste Air Fryer Cookbook has been really helpful lately. And she also says cottage cheese, protein powder, chocolate almond milk, and frozen veggies are my go-to for healthy food. So these are all simple, quick things that can, if we just get into the habit of reaching for these things, instead of maybe the fast food or the, the less healthy options, these can be just as quick, just as easy uh, in terms of getting healthy food into our diet. Annabelle says, I love this question. I'm always struggling for ways to quickly and easily feed the whole family. I use the slow cooker to make whole healthy foods. And she said some of her favorites are from the 100 Days of Real Food website. I went and looked at that and it looks really interesting. I'm going to be checking that out. I'll have a link for that website in the show notes. Um, She likes their refried beans and their whole chicken recipe. Uh, She says, I also make baked sweet potatoes, tuna salad, because it's always easy to have canned tuna on hand, or scrambled eggs. I also make large batches and double recipes to freeze. You know, and just interjecting here, I wish I would think of that more often. Really, it's so sensible. If you're going to be cooking anyway, say you're making a lasagna or, you know, whatever you're making, why not double it and make an extra one that you can stick in the freezer so you've got it for another time when you're in a hurry. Annabelle says, I also always have frozen veggies on hand because I can always use them to make meals healthier. And I try to have fresh fruit and nuts around for snacking. 
She says, my favorite is to freeze really ripe bananas and then use them for smoothies or like an ice cream substitute. Yummy and super easy. And I like that too. That, that was something I discovered. I like bananas, but I like them when they're a little on the just slightly green side. And once they start turning brown, I don't enjoy eating them as much. So they would sit and go to waste. And so what I've started doing is once they get to the point where I know nobody in the house is going to eat them, I just cut them up and put them in a Ziploc bag that I keep in the freezer. And they are great in smoothies. And longtime community member and our guest on episode 263, Claire Kellums, has written a blog post about organizing your refrigerator to help with healthy eating. I'll link that in the show notes uh, because it's a great resource if getting a little organized can help with that process of eating healthy. So those are some ideas that the community offered. Basically, I, I think you can see the theme through this, like pretty much everything else in our life when it comes to being productive. Eating healthy in a a busy life requires awareness, you know, thinking about it ahead of time and intentionality, giving some forethought, planning ahead, uh, taking advantage of opportunities to sort of multitask in the sense of things like while you're cooking dinner, make two of it and freeze one, that sort of thing. I love these ideas. Thank you so much, Shiara, for the great question. And thank you to each of the other women in the community who shared ideas and suggestions about what's working for them. So what do you think? How do you fit healthy eating into your schedule? What ideas do you have that you could share with the rest of us so we can all improve our health and therefore be more productive? I'd love to hear from you. You can share your suggestions or your questions in the comment section of the show notes for this episode, which you'll find at theproductivewoman.com slash 282. You can also post a comment or question on the Productive Woman Facebook page, or if you're in the community Facebook group, that's a great place to continue this conversation. You can probably find Chiara's post there. It's pretty recent as I'm publishing this. Uh, and, um, You can add your ideas there or just start another thread to talk about it. If you'd rather talk with me about this privately, you can always email your questions, comments, or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com, and I would love to hear from you. Before we go, remember, if you're running a business and you'd like to have more of your time back, FreshBooks is offering that free 30-day trial of its cloud accounting software, no credit card required. Just go to freshbooks.com slash TPW and be sure to enter the productive woman in the how did you hear about us section. Give it a trial run. See if it can help you handle your business finances. That's freshbooks.com slash TPW. Thanks so much to FreshBooks for supporting the Productive Woman podcast. And that, my friends, is it for this episode of The Productive Woman. We'll be talking about healthy eating and ways to make it fit in our schedule more in coming months. So I really would like to hear more from you, your ideas, your questions, any resources you can recommend so I can share them with the community and help us all get better at that. I appreciate you spending this time with me. I hope you found something in it that's helpful to you. I look forward to talking with you again very soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter.